Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. This is the OLP Podcast. Everything from Disney, Marvel, Universal, Star Wars, anything at all related to the Orlando theme parks will be discussed in this podcast. I'm your host, Corey. Welcome to One Little Park. Today's episode is all about Star Wars. We're going to be talking about the saga coming to an end, expanding the saga, and creating your own saga. Last week we had the D23 Expo where we got a lot of great Star Wars news. First up was the teaser poster for The Rise of Skywalker. It features Rey and Kylo Ren in the middle of the ocean on probably a piece of the Death Star having a lightsaber duel. And in the background of the poster is Emperor Palpatine looking on at you really, really scarily. But probably most importantly from this panel was some more footage for the Rise of Skywalker. We got this really cool, like, not really a trailer, but more of like a look at previous Star Wars films, you know, almost like a previously on Star Wars. You know, you got footage from all six of the previous films, then The Force Awakens, then some from The Last Jedi, and then you got some, probably about a minute of footage from The Rise of Skywalker. This included Rey and Kylo battling, but also at the end, it included a really cool shot of Rey holding a double-bladed lightsaber that, like, flips and clicks. Makes this really cool sound when she flips it out and clicks. But this isn't just any old lightsaber. This is a red lightsaber, and she's dressed out all in black. So it's definitely, like, a dark side Rey we're getting. You know, there's a lot of speculation, obviously, because that's what the interwebs does. But, you know, anything that they show us is all going to be a misdirection anyway. They don't want us to know what's going to happen in this film until we sit down on December 20th. These Star Wars films have been really secretive, and this one doesn't change anything. So I'm excited to see more footage. More footage is great footage, but I'm just ready for December 20th, man. It's, it's going to be great. Moving on, we got a really cool look at a timeline. Um... They put out at this timeline on when they were doing the panel, and it's basically breaking down what we know of Star Wars right now, all the films and TV shows, and you've got basically three ages, Age of the Republic, Age of Rebellion, Age of Resistance. Obviously, Age of Republic encompasses Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3, The Clone Wars, Solo, and some of Star Wars Rebels, and then you get into the Rebellion with A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, and then you get into the Resistance with The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, and this TV show on Disney Channel right now, Star Wars Resistance, um, which is one I haven't seen, but I'll check out once we get Disney+. Plus. Um, but also, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge over in Walt Disney World and Disneyland takes place around the same time as the rise of Skywalker. So this timeline was really interesting because they announced some some of their, you know, new stuff coming and kind of where it falls on the timeline. First I want to talk about the Clone Wars. Season 7 is coming on February 20th to Disney Plus. And if you don't know Disney Plus is their new streaming service. It's going to, you know, you can get it on your app on your phone. You can get it on select TVs. Just note that you can't watch it on the Amazon Fire TV right now uh, when it launches. They'll probably give in and a negotiation will happen. 
that'll be coming later, but when it launches, you won't be able to watch on your Amazon Fire TV. So going back to the Clone Wars, Season 7 will debut February 20th, 2020. Now, I haven't actually seen all of the Clone Wars, so once I get Disney Plus in November, I am going to watch as quickly as I can so that I'm ready for that debut. The Clone Wars, I've, what I've seen of it is really great. I'm excited. We're going to get um, more Ahsoka, it looks like, and um, she's a really cool character. I'm excited to see more of her. They also brought out on stage Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk to talk about the Cassian Andor series. They will both be reprising their roles from Rogue One as Cassian Andor and K2SO. Um, but this will obviously take place before, and looking at the timeline, it's going to be taking place right in the middle of Star Wars Rebels. Star Wars Rebels takes place over a course of one two, three, four, five years. And so it's going to be taking place probably about year three of Star Wars Rebels. The series is still untitled. They haven't really talked about it much, but it will be coming soon. Thank you, Siri. Next up, I want to talk about the end of the panel because I want to save something else for last. But Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm, brought out on stage Ewan McGregor. Obviously, he's reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I am totally hyped, ecstatic. I cannot wait for this series. Now, it's actually already all written. Because as you know, before, we were going to get an Obi-Wan Kenobi film that was, that was rumored, and it was pretty darn absolutely true. And then after Solo happened, rumors were that the Kenobi film was canceled, along with a Boba Fett film. Everyone was hurt, sad, upset. Ewan McGregor constantly said, no, I'm not going back to play Obi-Wan. You know, I'd love to if they ever do, but I'm not. And we kind of just all forgot about it, and no one put two and two together that it could be turned into a series, and yes, the film was canceled to go on to Disney Plus as a, as a longer series. I'm really excited for this. I want to dive into that story more than just a, you know a two-hour film. It sounds like we're going to be getting four one-hour uh shows i guess but you know whatever it is i'm excited for it now speaking of that boba fett film maybe that wasn't actually a thing either and maybe it was the mandalorian that's just my crazy wild theory regardless the mandalorian drops on november 12th when disney plus launches the first episode that is it is coming out weekly which I'm excited for too, because I mean, that's just going to give fans like enough to talk about and it's going to be a slow rollout. You know, you'll probably have one a week coming out very close until you get to Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker releasing in theaters. This will hold you over for all your Star Wars needs. It's just going to keep building that hype too and pushing the Disney Plus train. Jon Favreau is kind of the mastermind behind The Mandalorian and it just sounds really cool. It's, a, it's basically inspired by old samurai and western movies from back in the day and it's gonna be the wild wild west after the fall of the empire it's going to take place several years after the return of the jedi and it's going to explore the outer rim area of the galaxy that the new republic just cannot get a hold of quite yet the trailer for this show dropped and it 
looks so freaking cool. It reminded me of when they put out the first Rogue One trailer and we got that, you know, that old Star Wars back, that look and feel of the of the original trilogy. I'm really excited to go into some uncharted territory here, the years in between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. This only takes place, I think it takes place like six years after Return. So, I mean, a lot of stuff is going to happen. And this is going to be a really cool show. I cannot wait. I cannot express I Like, Boba Fett was always, as a kid, one of my favorite characters because his armor looked cool, right? He had a cool blaster. He, you know, he was cool. But he didn't do anything as a character. You know, he showed up. He put Han Solo in Carbonite. He took him to Jabba's Palace, and he fell off the little thing into the Sarlacc pit. You know, not, he didn't really show any, you know, character development in that. Now, in Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, they brought in Jango Fett. And they kind of made him really cool. You know, there's a whole scene there with him and Obi-Wan kind of fighting it out. And that's really cool. It's really tense. And Jango Fett, I just like him too. But then they killed him off at the end of Attack of the Clones. I read some of his stuff in the comics. But, you know, that was the expanded universe. doesn't really count anymore. So I'm excited for more Mandalorian. I love the armor. I love the look of the armor. And I love bounty hunters. So this is going to be really, really awesome. I I can't tell you how awesome. And so that's it. There's a lot of stuff coming for Star Wars as far as films and TV shows are going. But that's not all. You can live your own Star Wars adventure. Back in May, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened up in Disneyland. And on August 29th, it opened up in Florida in Hollywood Studios. Now, opening up with... Galaxy's Edge is, of course, the first attraction, Smuggler's Run, where you can fly on the Millennium Falcon, pilot it, be the engineer, be a gunner. But coming later this year, December 5th, to Walt Disney World and next year to Disneyland, it's going to be the Rise of the Resistance attraction. This attraction is going to be the most complex attraction, the state of the art. You know, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Probably the best attraction in Florida. And it's coming December 5th. I cannot wait. Um, They showed some footage of this attraction. It didn't get, it got leaked out online. It didn't get actually put out on a channel. But um, you see, like, laser blasters and uh, Kylo Ren's actual lightsaber. Like, it doesn't look like one of the Force Effects lightsabers. It looks like it's actually a real lightsaber. You saw a shot of stormtroopers, uh, like this whole like battalion of stormtroopers, and they move because they're animatronics. It's going to be a really amazing attraction, putting you right in the middle of a Star Wars adventure. The premise of the attraction is that you're going to help Leia Organa on a secret mission, and you get intercepted by the First Order. You get taken prisoner on board, and you encounter Kylo Ren, General Hux, and there's no telling how you get out of there. And hopefully you do. I'm excited to experience Galaxy's Edge for the first time coming up in December. I cannot wait. I know a lot of people are out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, It looks really cool, you know, and from what I hear, it feels like you're in the middle of Star Wars. But something even cooler to help you live out your Star Wars adventure coming to Florida, right across the street from Batuu and Hollywood Studios, is the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. 
This is going to be a two-night, two-day experience. Think about it as a land cruise where you go, you check into this hotel on a certain day, just like you would a cruise ship, and then you depart into space with a stop to Batu. And, of course, no Star Wars story is complete without an encounter from the bad guys. So the First Order uh, presumably is going to board the ship and cause some stuff, possibly even a lightsaber battle with Kylo Ren or something like that. They do talk about adults and kids getting to use lightsabers. Um, you'll be able to wear costumes and... There'll be some secret missions in the engine room or something like that. I don't know. It looks really cool. The name of the ship is going to be the, wait, is it the, oh, the Halcyon. Uh, that's, that's a really cool name. I don't know if it's a very, yeah, it's, it's, it's Star Wars-y. Yeah, I, I can't wait to experience this. The ship, they put a picture out of, of the model, of it, the model of the Halcyon beside the model of the Millennium Falcon. And when you go to Galaxy's Edge, the Millennium Falcon is to scale, all right? It's actually about 200 feet long at its longest distance. The Halcyon is massive compared to that. Absolutely massive. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an absolute amazing experience. Now, it is going to be a little expensive. Now, the rumor, they didn't put out actual prices, but the rumor is that for one person you're probably going to be paying like 1500 bucks and that's crazy but it's going to be really um really immersive and i don't like to use that word because you know anything can be immersive but it, it's going to put you at a level even further into a star wars story it's, i mean you're actually i mean you're live action role playing basically so i'm really excited for that, you know, one day, you know, maybe 10 years from now, I might be able to go on that. Um, but we'll see. It's definitely going to be high ticket. And it's not going to be affordable for everyone. But, you know, that's kind of where the parks are heading, unfortunately. So that wraps up today's episode. But I do want to talk to you about one thing. And that's what to expect from the OLP podcast. If you don't already know, I have a YouTube channel, One Little Park that you can find at youtube.com slash one little park. There I really have delved, delved into history videos on attractions and from Universal Studios and the Disney parks as well as some other lost forgotten parks. But this podcast is basically going to be everything relating to Disney, Marvel, Universal Studios, Star Wars, Fox, anything I want to talk about that relates back to those companies. Um, I'm going to talk more about movies and TV shows uh, because those are things I really love. You know, comic books, books. Pretty much, this is the expanded universe of One Little Park. But I hope you enjoy the show. It's going to be a little more raw, unedited than the YouTube channel. But that's what I like about, you know, the podcast and, you know, this form. You can just talk and you can, you know, be right there. It feels like, you know, we're in the room together. We're on a virtual table, as I've heard some other podcasters call it. So that's been the OLP Podcast. Until next time, may the Force be with you, always.